All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back to y'all's favorite WMMA podcast, hashtag CB99 Talks. And of course, I'm live. It's episode 143. What's going on, y'all? We here. I had to push it back just a little bit, taking care of business. But uh, yeah, what's up, y'all? Happy New Year. We are we are down to hours now. We are down to hours for 2023 to be up. Man, it's been a crazy year, man. Mm, mm. It's been one of them years, man, where you just be like, you know what? I, I'm not even the type to say I want to go to the next year because everything carries over in the next year. You know what I mean? Like, for the most part, you know what I mean? Like, it, it don't go away. You know, things don't just change when you go when you go into January 1st, right? And I'm not trying to sound negative. I'm just saying, like, that's just how it is. Like, you just have to really continue to be consistent with whatever it is you're doing. That's just how it is. Like, with life, you just have to consist, be consistent and stay um, improving and changing however you want to do. You know what I mean? That's just what it is, really. But I mean, if you like doing your, if you like doing your resolutions, your New Year, New Year's resolutions, and all of that type of stuff, that's fine too. I mean, hey, people do that, right? People still do that. But me, I, I'm the type to just, you know, keep it going and say, you know, I got to keep moving. But I can't help but say, man, 2023 has been one of the most insane years that I experienced in a while. I mean. Yeah, death, sickness. It's a part of life. I'm, you know, just being real. Just being real. As as you know, somebody who's talking the fight game. We talk about the fighters and their personal problems and their their L's. You know, we're gonna talk about taking L's in life too, you know, getting knocked down and coming back. That's what this whole thing is about. The fight game ain't nothing pretty. Cause life ain't pretty, right? So yeah, that's that's just what it is, man. Real MVP, I'm going to look at this real quick because he said this felt like a bad year for WMMA. I don't think so. I really don't think it felt like a bad year for MMA. What about y'all? Like, I enjoyed it for the most part. You know, I know I had other stuff going on, you know, stressful stuff, and it was good to come to WMMA and just boxing and sports in general. You know, but overall, you know, I think WMMA had a pretty good year. It was a pretty consistent year. I mean, we had cancellations and things like that, but that's a normal. But I think we had a pretty good year. You know, it's a pretty good year. You know, it was um, I mean, we had a changing of the champs, we had some retirements, but overall, we had some good fights on all levels to me. I mean, to me, let me know what you felt wasn't good, real MVP. I mean, yeah, let me know what you like. I don't want to go in and argue with you about it. I'm just saying, like. I disagree, but let me know what, how you felt as far as what didn't stand out to you or what made it a lackluster year for you. Because I thought, man, from I thought I thought from January up until December, we had some pretty good matches. You know, we had a good, uh, a decent summer, too. You know, pretty decent summer. Everybody seemed pretty active for the most part. But, yeah, you know, seemed pretty good. Uh, appreciate that, Lolita. Oh, man, thanks for the 20 spot, you know. Thank you, Lolita. Always appreciate you. Definitely. She said, Happy New Year, Combo. Thanks for your channel and all the chats. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Even with all this craziness going on in life, you know, I still love to come through 
and do this you know even with all the craziness going on and y'all y'all still be here y'all still be here so i appreciate y'all i wanted to read this though man. easy said, i parked my car in the garage so it wouldn't get shot tonight <laughs> hey as long as you indoors and you don't get shot that's all i care about easy that's all i care about brian what's going on uh what's going on y'all uh, i just had to read that one because Hey, that's what it's all about, Easy. As long as you don't get shot, that's all I care about, you know. Uh, yeah, transitional year for WMMA. Efren, what's up? What's going on? Um, Colostrum said, what was the worst WMMA beatdown of 2023? Hey, we going into that. I got it broken down. We're going to talk about it. I got several, but we're going to rate which we think was the worst beating or the most dominant. Because to me, you know, there's there's bad beatings like straight up beatdowns where you straight up messed up and then there's maulings you know what i mean then there's like straight mauling where you're not necessarily like taking a lot of damage but you just are getting owned in there but i'm, I'm gonna go through some stuff i'm gonna go through some easy said i watched that medusa five women's combat jujitsu it was pretty good i need to go back and look at that i need to go back and look for sure um yeah yeah so let's jump into it man you know this is another year for wmma done and um i know there was some cards as far as fights that didn't really didn't really um spark interest in some of y'all like that that last fight what was it um stephanie edgar what was her name stephanie edgar luana santos i know that wasn't really a good fight but that's how it is sometimes there's bad fights and there's good fights to me overall from the year the beginning of the year to the end of the year i think we had some decent fights i think we had some decent fights so uh, what i want to do today is just kind of go through some different categories i'm gonna do it different than this year because i think there was a lot of fights there was a lot of good fights here um as far as like you know finishes and ko's that i just want to kind of remind y'all about if y'all forgot that it was this year because sometimes i forget that a fight took place this year i'm like oh yeah, yeah that that was this year you know so i want to go through these fights that i thought were pretty good and i'm going to start with since colostrum brought it up my first category is muggings or one-sided beatings of the year all right that's the first category i literally got it right in front of my face <clears throat> in my notes i got some notes today I ain't completely freestyling, but <laughs> I had to do some notes today because, like I said, I've been busy and I had to keep a track of what I want to do sometime nowadays. Um, yeah, the first category we're going to talk about is muggings of the year or one-sided beatings of the year. And I got like five, six fights in each of these categories, so that's the first one. Then we'll do submission finishes of the year. All right, submission finishes of the year. Some of the submissions that stood out to me uh ko finishes you know like knockouts tkos and so on i got a number of those this year that you know stood out and it necessarily got to be like high quality knockouts just knockouts that were highlight real worthy and then you know fights that were good you know fights that were just satisfying you know fights that paid off i want to talk about those um I got a comeback of the year I want to recognize. 
a dog of the year. Got to go with a dog of the year because you know we we be looking for dogs in this in this sport, right? And who to look out for? Who to look out for next year on on all levels? Who to look out for? I'm gonna tell y'all who I think y'all need to be looking out for. All right, let's let's do fighter of the year. Everybody does fighter of the year, but you know, let's do fighter of the year. I I see a lot of you know media outlets and channels already putting up their fighter of the year. I need to do it because we're only down to what. Three and a half hours before midnight here. <clears throat> um, fights I want to see in 2024. That's what I'm gonna wrap it up with. Fights I want to see in 2024. Okay. All right. Real quick, let me see what y'all said. I saw a comment. JP, what's up? Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Uh, he said, Combo, who do you think is the best grappler currently in WMMA? Dang, the best grappler. Ooh, the best grappler mm. across the board. Dang, that is tough. Best grappler. I gotta think for a second there. That's a good question. Let me let me think on that because I'm I'm trying to think like if you mean like just across WMMA, I have to think about that for a second. Just for a second, I had to switch gears on that. I'm, I'm gonna have to hold that one. Um. Real MVP, what did you say again? I wanted to go back up here. You had answered the question. He said, I should say WMA has gotten more top heavy. He said, I feel like the lower tier fighters are worse, but the higher tier better. Oh, that makes sense. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, because there was a time I used to cover a lot of lower tier fighters over here, which I still do, but some of them haven't really stood out. You know, I used to do a lot of videos on like some, some of the, on ranks and LFAs, even like some of the straw weights. I haven't really covered them like that because I haven't felt like some of them have been worthy enough. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, definitely like, yeah, when you're talking high tier, I can't complain about that. But yeah, low tier, you would think some of them would stand out. But yeah, yeah, I um, I kind of agree with you on that. Best grappler across the whole of WMMA. Well, let me start with the UFC. Um uh, because that's supposed to be the best fighters, right? Uh, let me see. Who's grappling is really effective. Mm. Yeah, Aaron is pretty good, though. Yeah, Aaron has been pretty good as far as, like, just, you know, not, not even just, like, submission wins, but how far she's got off of it. Um, but who would I... I'll tell you who I thought could have been at one point, like two or three years ago, like Dern, <laughs> but no, nah, she ain't. Uh, let me see. Let me look at some resumes before we get started. Myrna um, hmm. Jen is pretty good, but still, I wouldn't say like as a whole WMMA. Kareem Silva, yeah, Kareem Silva's good. Yeah, you can't argue the 100% finishing rate, man. You really can't. I would say either like, because I'm looking at 135 too. Can't say Misha Tate's like that. No, not anymore. Even like Kevin Berry at one one day, you could have said it was pretty good. But um, Aaron and Corinne, you know, yeah, Aaron and Corinne Silva, I, I'd say they represent it pretty well. Um, best wrestler, I would definitely say, is like Tatiana Suarez right now. Yeah, Sing know me. He know I'm holding off on that. Huh? <laughs> Ernest Richardson, what's going on, man? But um, 
I'm really gonna hold off now because I'm, I'm gonna jump into this. I'm changing the subject now. Y'all ain't gonna distract me. <laughs> All right, so let's look here. Muggings of the year are just like one-sided beatings. All right, first one I'm gonna say is um, Natalia Silva and Andrea Lee. Um, this was entertaining. You know, this was a clear 30-27. Um, it was one-sided, like a one-sided beating because you can see the damage that Natalia Silva put on Andrea Lee. Like a complete mugging, I won't say like it's complete mugging because I think that Natalia Silva kind of let her off the hook in the in the last round. You know, I think she did. Uh, she could have finished her even in the first round to me. Like she could have finished in the first round, uh, but she dominated it. Um, the second round, she pretty much controlled Andrea Lee, but Andrea Lee kind of got back into the fight towards the end of it. And then in the then in the third round. She kind of let her off to me. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't think Andrea Lee hurt her anything or showed anything. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, real MVP said it wasn't really like a beatdown. I thought it was a one-sided performance, though. Like, it's not mugging. It's more one-sided. He said she coasted too much. Yeah, she coasted a little bit in that third round. That's why I say between mugging and one-sided, I'll say it was one-sided because, you know, she did win every round. But it wasn't as dominant as um, it should have been. Like, it could have been a stoppage. It could have been a stoppage to me. It should have been. Going by what Natalia Silva's capable of and what we've seen her do in the past. Um, this one-sided beating right here, man. I This was another one-sided one this past summer, man. I I don't know about y'all, but I gave Irene a little bit of a chance. I had a 70-30. Well, let me see. 70 30 did i push it up to 70 30 you know i kind of pushed it up to a 70 30 for irene Ir no irene irene aldana irene aldana we're going with a the official name now i gave her more of a chance in this one because i was looking at what alexa grasso was doing and i figured that some of that was going to run off on irene but it just didn't you know she went in here and kind of got you know, she kind of got caught in that same mind frame as like Megan Anderson. But unlike Megan, you know, she didn't get stopped like that. You know, she didn't get stopped in that fashion. You know, yeah, she froze up easy. That's what she, she kind of froze up in this fight. And I think if she didn't, you know, and had that mindset to go in there and kill, maybe she would have been more of a uh, competitive fight for Amanda Nunes. But man, she made Amanda look great as far as like her overall striking you know she just made her look great as far as overall striking and amanda just took it on home in this fight you know defended them defended that belt one last time beat this girl up and said oh, i'm done she laid them laid them things down in the in the cage and said we done you know upset everybody especially juliana pena but yeah this was like a another it's kind of a mixture you know it's one-sided uh beating one side of performance but irene irene she had like maybe one good round oh you happy new year robot chicken i saw that earlier in our six um but other than that she had nothing to offer so it's just one of them fights where you just see somebody go in there and get dominated um yeah this one here man back in march so i think we all agree man this is a mugging man this just 
this is, you know, just kind of dry starting the year off right. Make sure y'all hit the like button, you know, if y'all want to have a good 2024 as well. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Andrade and Lauren Murphy. This was, this was kick. This was Andrade kicking the year off right, man. Back in March, was it March? It was March of twenty twenty three, of course. I mean, twenty twenty three. But yeah, was it March? Yeah, and she kicked the year off right, man. She kicked it off right with this savage beating she put on Lauren Murphy, man. And no, January. It was January. It was the very beginning of the year. That's right, not March. I keep thinking all the good fights happening more. No, it was January. She kicked the year off right, man. And, you know, Andrade looked like that part, you know. She looked like that part. Uh, yeah, I already got that, y'all. Thanks. Uh, I already corrected it. <laughs> January. Um, she looked like the part, man. Like, I was like, this girl is looking like she belongs at flyweight. You know, but somewhere along the lines... What she was dealing with behind the scenes kind of, you know, messed up things for her, I guess. And she just started taking fights on short notice. You know, uh, she did end the year nicely. You know, she ended the year nicely. But, yeah, th this this fight here kicked it off right. I mean, this was a bad beating, though. I mean, the way she was tearing into Lauren Murphy's leg and, like, landing these punches, she actually made Andrade look like a really good boxer. You know, the way she was putting these combinations down on her, you know, she was really whooping her you know putting this work in and yeah that's how you want to kick the year all right you know you beat the top 10 flyweight and makes it look like you're about to get back into the mix like hey was she gonna get a title shot again we don't know but like i said things just kind of went downhill man and started racking them up racking them up yeah real mvp she went two and three this year nice beginning and a nice end but that middle part I ain't gonna forget that we are not going to forget that. So, yeah, um, Andrade Pomo Murphy. And uh, we can't forget this one here. This was in May. I remember this because this was like during my birthday weekend. And we got Kenzie Dern hooked, us, hooked me up with a nice birthday present right here. Uh, not saying I don't like Angela Hill. I'm just saying like she hooked us up with a good, hooked me up with a good fight. Something we ain't seen her do in a while as far as like really, really go in there and own it. You know, especially with his groundwork. But yeah, Angela Hill uh pounding the crap out of and no Mackenzie Dern pounding the crap out of um Angela Hill, man. Definitely had to put this on the list, man. Definitely had to put this on the list. Um yeah, yeah. Uh see Marcus, you forgot uh Andrade won that fight. Yeah, because it's been so long and like her last few performances just really almost erased it. You know what I mean? Like they it really did. Yeah, really, she, she destroyed Hill. And I gave Hill kind of a chance in this fight, too, because I saw what Hill did to Loopy. But, I, again, man, like, much like Andrade, Mackenzie Dern was dealing with, like, the divorce situation and hers channeled in a better way. Because unlike Andrade, you know, she didn't lose those. She didn't lose. And I mean, she came in there with that mentality to whoop somebody's tail. And Angela Hill got owned in this fight. But shout out to Angela Hill for withstanding the beatdown and not not submitting, not tapping, not getting stopped. She she took a hell of a beating in this fight. I mean, Angela Hill's face really looked distorted in this fight. You know, she was getting tore up. So Mackenzie Dern, um, 
it made it Mackenzie Dern look a little bit better than she is because you know when she was able to physically get her hands on heels, she could just lay on her like this, kind of twist her up, pound on her, and you know it kind of made us think that okay maybe she's a little bit more improved, but it really just came down to her mindset and the person she was facing. She was much stronger, better, just all around better that particular night. But um, yeah, it was a good fight though. Good fight, you know, Angela Hill. She ain't just, you know, she ain't discouraged. She came right back, got her a win this year too against Denise Gomes. Yeah, this type of fight is usually career altering, but yeah, shout out to Hill, man. She, she's just like that tough man. She came right back, back into the winner's circle. She said, "You win some, you lose some." I mean, Angela Hill's like the perfect example of that phrase. You know, win some, lose some. You never, you never stop, you never stop. All right. And you know I got to put this on here. This is like number one. That's why I put it on here last, man. I got to put this on here. Poor Lamos, man. I was rocking with Lamos, too. I thought Lamos was going to do something big in this fight, man. But y'all know it's got to be up here. I mean, Zhang Wei Li and Amanda Lamos. First title defense for Zhang Wei Li, and she made it look like um, taking candy from a baby. I mean taking candy from a whole nursery man she went up in there and got it every round i won't say got it done but yeah in a way she got it done but she didn't finish lamos i mean she just showed every level of her in this fight um very very uh dominant performance uh easy we gonna hold off on it it's on here now it ain't it ain't on this list but it's coming up Hold, oh yeah, hold your horses on that one, easy. We gonna we gonna get on that one. We gonna get on that one because since it was a finish, I'm gonna put that in a special category. Um, but it was nasty. It was nasty too. Uh, best fight of the year for you? Okay, yeah, this fight here, man. Like I expected Lamos to be turned up, turned on, and ready for whatever. But man, she was not prepared for that ground here, man. Like she was not prepared for that strength. And this is a girl I gave a lot of credit for her jujitsu too, man. Like Lamos, man, her her jujitsu is solid. But again, I've said this in the past about many fighters. Like your jujitsu is only as good as how well you can handle like a very very strong wrestler. I mean, the proof is there. Um, Jillian Robertson couldn't handle Tyler Santos like that. Uh, she couldn't handle Miranda Miranda Maverick like that. Um, then when Miranda fought Aaron Blanchfield. Aaron was a much stronger fighter on the ground than Miranda. Of course, Miranda was able to defend submissions, but she couldn't handle that physical strength of Aaron and, you know, just that overall combination of both, you know? So same thing kind of happened here in this fight, except worse. I mean, Wei Li, yeah, running, she drowned her, man. She took her down. She couldn't get any type of submission. Like, she tried for that guillotine at one point, but Wei Li was just too strong and just too uh, explosive in this fight so um yeah she just owned it uh did a little bit of everything switched gears uh landed a lot of ground strikes i believe at one point it was so like one-sided it was like 60 ground strikes to to zero in like the first or second round um let me look at those stats again though man like one-sided fight um yeah Whaley outlanded Lamos, 288 strikes to 21, six takedowns to zero, scored a knockdown, 
and had 14 minutes and 52 seconds of control time. So that's basically like three rounds, like it says here. That's three rounds. Yeah, Saint says Zong got too many layers to her game. And I mean, she showed her every layer of the onion, man. She had her crying like that. She said, me, this layer, this layer, and this layer. She didn't even have to make adjustments really in this fight. Like, I think if Whaley wanted to, she probably could have outstruck her. Or if she just wanted to do pure wrestling, she could have just out wrestled her. But the confusion of it all just kind of mentally broke Lamos in that fight to the point round four, three and four, she kind of knew this wasn't going to be her night. So sometimes showing them different layers like that are good ways to kind of break your opponent. Even if you don't stop them, she did a good job of breaking her opponent in this fight. Uh, but yeah, you, you hear that, man? Look, she basically controlled her on the ground for three full rounds, y'all. Three full rounds of ground control. 288 strikes, six takedowns, a knockdown. And here we here I thought Lane was going to score the knockdown. But Whaley took her best punch and then dropped her in the fourth, I mean the fifth round, right? <laughs> so yeah, man. Um again, I still rock with Lamos. Uh, I think she just has to go back, work, take down defense, work on her rhythm. Don't be so heavy-handed. Um, yeah, but good good first title then title defense for Wei Lee, you know. Um, I know everybody was antsy about seeing the fight, and I knew it was going to happen because they were going to push that one. But, yeah, uh, good good performance by Wei Lee. Just want to see her make her return, though, pretty soon here. Okay, let's look at submissions. Y'all want to look at submissions? Here's some memorable submissions for me. Like I said, some of these fights, I don't know if y'all caught, but some of them I was, you know, catching on – bellator of course ufc y'all catch the ufc ones because i call them too over here but some of these uh bellator ones you know i was just watching on the weekend and i had to go back and look and i had to give them some credit because some of these girls are really setting them up but this first one i enjoyed um was um this girl mackenzie stiller she was taking on maria henderson you know um who is maria henderson married to she's married to the one other fighter right I, what is his name Help me out in the comment section, but y'all know. Maria Henderson um, and um, Mackenzie Stiller, I thought this was a pretty good submission win. You know, um, it's like on the prelims. Uh, she went in there, handled her business. Uh, good good little aggressive fighter that's going to come up. Um, let me look at her stats, stats here. This is another little Mackenzie that, you know, goes in with submissions. But um, I, I'm thinking, you know, she's only like 2-0, but she's – She's got an interesting style about her. <clears throat> She's only like 24. She's still growing. You know, I, I enjoy her fights. What I've seen so far from Bellator. I uh, caught a few of her amateur fights. But, yeah, she's, um, I believe she submitted everybody in her amateur fights, if I remember correctly. You know, so, yeah, Dan Henderson. Yeah, Dan Henderson. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, I like I like this girl, McKenzie. Uh, McKenzie still, that's why I had to put the. Uh, spotlight on her because that was a good submission when I caught and just how she set up the arm bar. But um, this is another one too. I wanted, I want to bring up uh, Jenna Bishop, man. Like this girl right here, Jenna Bishop, man, Bellator, you know, she's a little monster. Like she's a good pressure fighter, um, undefeated, 
believe she's like 35, 37, though. So I, I don't know if like she would ever make that transition to the UFC at this point. But for what she's doing, you know, 6-0, and how she's improving, she could make it to the flyweight champ there in Bellator, you know. I mean, times, you know, depending on how things work, time's not on her side, you know, as far as just looking. You know, she's 37, but we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, you remember this one, Alaria Yawani, right? When she submitted Alaria Yawani, they were throwing down, too. Like, Jenna Bishop, grappler, but she was throwing some pretty good hands. You know, she was throwing some pretty good hands on this, uh, on Alaria Yawani. You know, Yawani liked the bang, too. And she liked the bang. But she caught some heavy blows back from Jenna Bishop, and she set her up and took her out. Okay? So you had to give her some credit on this one. This was a good fight. It was a good little submission win. Uh, y'all check that one out in Bellator if y'all missed it. Oh, yeah. I got to mention this one, too. Um, hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Mm, wait a minute. Here we go. Yasmin Lucindo and Poliana Viana. This was a good one. Happy New Year, Paul. What's going on? What's up? We're just doing a year-end show, kind of going back and looking at some um, different fights and highlights. We're on the uh, submission category right now. Uh, yeah, this was a good one, though. Yasmin Lucindo and uh, Poliana Viana. I think some people pick... For good reason, if you pick Poliana Viani, you feel like she had the knockout power to hurt her. But to me, I think, you know, the the way Yasmin Sindo's been making improvements in her game, you know, she's been she's been showing like she's been showing this different level, man. Like Yasmin Sindo, I'm gonna say it again. You know, this girl been fighting since she was like 15 years old. She's been professional since she was like, you know, a young teen, young teenager. You know, 2017 was her pro debut. And she was born in what 2002. That girl been fighting since she was 15 years old, y'all. Knocked the first first fight, first three fights. She scored knockouts at 15 years old. <laughs> so yeah, this girl got some real killer in her. You know, Yasmin Lucindo. So to me, where she's at now, you know, she's kind of already in a, a realm of her own where you know she's not gonna over respect you. She's not really going to be starstruck. I think Yasmin Lucindo's got the understandings of what she needs to do to be dominant and how well, well, I'd say how, how you approach certain fighters, like how you approach, you don't show too much respect. You know, you don't show them too much respect and get starstruck in there. You know, she takes her approach and, the way she handled Poliana Viana in this one got the triangle choke. I was impressed. And then that other win she had over Brogan Sanchez. But this one here, man, the way she got Poliana down like this, she switched from striking, you know, to a ground game in this fight. Very impressive. Very impressive. So I would like to see her fight somebody like Carolina Kovacavich next. Now, Angela Hill, I don't know because we all know Angela Hill's got that. She still got that dog in her, and she's still, like, schooling these youngsters. But I think if she was able to finish a Angela Hill or Carolina, we can see where she's really at. Really, let me piece of Yasmin, especially honest. I think she goes farther than Hauregi at this point. I think so, too, man. I think 
that's how it goes sometimes. Like, I still like Yasmin Harigi, but I think what I've been seeing from the performances of Yasmin, you see the improvements. You you literally see some good improvements from her. From her. Yeah, it, it was a good fight. Yeah, it was a good fight. That was a good submission. Um, You know I got to put this up here, y'all. Y'all didn't think I was going to put this one up? Oh, okay, Lolita, who was that mentioned? I didn't put Story Ranko and Meatball up there because to me that was kind of a given. I didn't put Story Ranko, you know. <laughs> I didn't put Story Ranko and Meatball up there. I mean, it was brutal, but I didn't put it up there. Uh, Everyone said we'll be talking about Lucinda for a while. Yeah, she's a she's a vicious little thing too, man. She's vicious. Still young, still growing. All right, all right. Y'all know I got to put this up here. Kareen Silva submitting the crap out of Marina Moreau in one round. In one round. All right. Y'all know I had to put this up here for good reason. Look, this is th this was the get back. This was this was like the breakout year for Kareen Silva. You know, she came in, showed you look. I am not the same Kareem, all right? I am not the same Kareem, Marina Moreau. That's what she said. And she said it with them hands, and she said it with this choke. So definitely had to put this one on, on here. I mean, the fight first started off, like, I thought it was going to be competitive. You know, I thought it was going to have these competitive moments in it. But with the way... Kareem Silva started connecting on Marina Moreau. I said, whoa. I was like, she actually putting hands on her first. And then when she put her down one time, I said, oh, man, this fight, this fight about to get crazy. But when it got to the ground, I said, okay, let's see how good Marina Moreau's grappling evolved since then. But, oh, man, like Kareem Silva, next level. Like, everything she looks for on the ground, you know, it's always – she's never really pushing it too. like when she gets these submissions man like she's really going in there and finding that open you know she's always finding it. it's like she's it's almost like effortless with her and how she got Kareem, how she got marie marina Monroe in this guillotine and the thing that made it even a little bit more crushing was it was four minutes and 59 seconds into the round Yep, she had one second left. She had one second left. Marina Murrow had one second left. If she would have held on for one more second, that's how brutal this girl's choke is. That's how that's how brutal this girl's choke is, man. Like Kareem Silver don't be playing, man. This girl got her in. That was it. That was it. So yeah, good. Good first round finish. Definitely a good first round finish for Kareem Silva. I I enjoyed this one. That was a good one. All right. And you know, I had to put um I also got to mention too, um Lipsky and uh O'Neal. That was a good one. Yeah, Lipsky O'Neal, that was another good submission win. You know, Lipsky O'Neal. Um Lipsky came with some um, you know, came with that same well-rounded game. I mean, I thought she was going to knock Casey O'Neill out. 
with the punches she was landing, but she was able to get the fight to the ground. She wasn't afraid to be on the ground, didn't feel that pressure, and she finished Casey O'Neill with a good arm bar, you know? So, yeah, it was another good finish. You know, some of these girls out here, like I said, they're well-rounded game. Kareem Silva, Lipsky, they're, they're really starting to show up and show out now. So a lot of these champions and former contenders better be careful. Better be careful. And I think, you know, the most craziest submission was this one. I mean, the biggest submission of the year, right? This got to be the biggest submission. I mean, we're talking about long-time reigning champ, seven title defenses, the favorite, right? We're talking about the favorite in the fight getting submitted like this that's 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 got to be the craziest submission man this is this is the craziest submission grasso submitting valentina oh yeah oh yeah in the fourth right yep 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 dang wow it's still crazy when you think about it man just like how easy she was able to do it you know in that moment the fight like i said had its was competitive, but you can see Grasso was really starting to strike a nerve with Valentina. But when she showed that little game plan and that drill that they were going for, man, I was like, yo, they did it, man. I was like, it was like they knew Valentina. And that's what I said. You, They knew her, man. Like, they studied her. And you got to do that, man. You got to study the fighter, man. You got to study her, man. Like, you got to got to stalk them man you got to look at every move and they said this is going to work perfect whenever valentina goes for one of these special effects you know if she goes cr too crazy thinking she can finish you man just take it back to basics and they did man they let valentina spin and it was on her neck man so you know good on that i'm good on grass in this situation uh what's going on tell you tell you happy holidays yeah happy new year hope your christmas was good she said it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was crazy, man. That was a crazy finish. I, you still rock with Valentina, of course. Yeah, yeah. Stick with you. Stick with your fighter. Stick with your fighter. You know, not everybody wins. You know, not everybody wins. You know, you gotta stick with them, even in the, even when they get down. I mean, um, still like Errol Spence. Same with him. You know, I like Errol. I mean, he just suffered a bad beating, but same with Valentina in this situation. I mean, Valentina, she just um. Uh, you know, she she was figured out that night. She was compromised, man. Grasso, they penetrated that defense, man. They knew they knew how to home in on her, and they they broke that wall, took her out, took her out, man. But second fight draw, good fight, but wasn't satisfying as this one. You know, even just as a fight period, but. Um, Grasso to me still has to show us something in this third fight coming up again. Show us it wasn't. Show us that you can do it again or something. So you make it one sided, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on the trilogy too, Tay Tay. Um, Robot Chicken said Grasso to get rocked and do a backflip. Who owned who? Um, Rene said, Yeah, Arrow and Wei Lee always rock with it. Yeah, you got to rock with the fighters even when they lose. You know, even when they lose, I mean, it happens. You know, it happens. Um, if we disregarded everybody that lost even in life, I mean, dang, we'd be throwing people away, right? 
easy to say I'm not afraid to say I've always disliked Valentina, never been a fan. I respect her, but I don't like her. Hey, that's all right. I mean, hey, you know, that's how I be with some fighters. You know, I not really a fan of them, but um, there's fighters I do respect, you know. Fighters I do respect as far as, you know, being able to show up and do what you got to do. Uh, JP said Valentina called Alexa a chance fighter. Yeah, that wasn't good to say that for the, before the second fight, too, you know. You know, that was not good. It was not good to say that. Just go in there and beat her. Just go in there and do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. And uh, what? there was another submission that I wanted to uh, point out. It was a pretty good, pretty shocking submission. This one here, man, from Invicta. Invicta didn't have too many cards this year, but Invicta 54, Danny McCormick getting a submission over Carolina Wojcik. I was shocked that night, man. I, I thought, man, it was just going to be like a brawl back and forth, but Wojcik, again, she kind of held back in this fight, man. You know, she kind of held back in this one, man. Like, I don't know what Wojcik was doing again. I wanted to see more these two banging. Um, Danny McCormick wasn't really, like, throwing like usual either. Like, she was trying to show this new clinch level, and, I mean, it worked for her. So, seeing Danny McCormick get a submission win to defend her belt, that was kind of a surprise. I thought, it, like I said, it might have been more of a brawl that she would win. But, yeah, she went in there and got a submission and showing that she's been working on her game. And, you know, I guess she's trying to catch the eye of Dana White. You know, Danny McCormick, she wants to get that contract too. So, we'll see. But, yeah, I thought that one was a pretty shocking one too in, uh, in Victor. But um, let's look at some knockouts from this year. Like I said, if you – have any knockouts that y'all remember feel free to put them in the comments but i have mine that i have right here let me see i got like or knockouts and finishes two four six yeah i got like six of them yeah Tay said i'm not a fan of john jones but i know he's skillful yeah yeah because some things he don't do some things he does that i can't stand but yeah when it comes down to his resume and his skill set yes best fighter in mixed martial arts okay boom first knockout let's talk about first finish man macy barber and amanda ebos that was the first one on my list here zach mojo what's up he said amanda ebos yeah gotta talk about this one it was on my list first one on my list uh this one here man this was a brutal fight this was a pretty brutal fight man um uh, Macy Barber, this girl got power, man, like serious power, you know, serious power. <laughs> you know, um, looking back at like who she's fought and, and you know, when she connects and the damage she does, even like in sparring, man, I told you Corey McKenna said Macy Barber gave her a concussion. Like this girl has real power, you know, like naturally heavy hands and Macy Barber versus Amanda Ebos, like, I remember some people were at, I said, I don't know if I can pick Amanda Ebos in this fight. I said, even if her chin does hold up and, she, and her chin ain't as, like, chinny at 125, I said, I don't think she going to win this one, man. You know, I don't think she going to win this one. But uh, she she gave it a good effort. You know, she was connected on Macy in mean, the first round, some back-and-forth action. But there was a point, you know, whenever um, – 
Macy Barber landed a hard elbow and you could like hear it land. Um, Barber's, uh, Ebos's trainer said that's where her orbital bone got broke. Like when that elbow landed on her, Ebos's cheek it was a real hard elbow. You could hear it. And he said that was, that was the shot that kind of fractured her orbital bone. You know, so when that happened, I said, man, it's just a matter of time. And with Ebos walking forward like she did against Marina Rodriguez, I said, man, this girl about to get knocked out. Plain and simple. I mean, she could probably take Barbara down here and there, win another round. But if Barbara continues to catch, she's going to knock her out. And she caught her, man, like these head kicks, head kicks. And then she started hitting with them right hands. Ebos did a good job of surviving. I say that like she did, like she kept holding on, but she got knocked out. man. Like the referee had to step in and stop. That was going to be too brutal. Suffered a broken over the bone in the fight. Yeah. Vicious fight, man. These girls were bloody in this one. This was a good one. Good finish. Yeah, Poliana Viana versus Virginia Fry. That's another good one. Um, Poliana Viana landed that beautiful right hand. Put my, put my girl, Virginia Fry, down for the count. Opening round, man. I was like, I, I was thinking we were going to get at least a little bit of a chess match. But dang, man, she put her down. She put her down good. Um. And we got to say this one, right? Andrade's coming. Easy, you knew I was going to put this up here. <laughs> you knew I was going to put this up here, Easy. Uh, Andrade, I mean, her fifth fight this year, she capped it off right. You know, she capped it off right. Tried to erase them three fights in between with this one here. And, you know, some people, y'all call it, some people call it this one. You know, I was just thinking Dern. Was gonna ride high and win this fight, but when you think about it, her style is much. It, it it's her style is very stationary. Like Mackenzie Dern, straight forward and straight back. If she does move, you know, heavy, not heavy. I'm not saying she's heavy, but I'm just saying like she's very flat footed and. When she does blitz in, she does it straight in. She don't angle out. She don't circle. Like Aaron Blanchfield, you know, look at her fight. She's circling. You know, she's circling round and round, moving. And then she'll step in, take some of these punches, but she'll, she'll drown you. She'll smother you. But Mackenzie Dern, man, like she was getting hit clean. I mean, when she get dropped in the first round, and that right there shows you that, oh, man, like with the way she's like stepping in and Chin watch, chin like up in the air. You hear the commentator say, commentator saying it, man, like chin's up in the air. She's gonna get hurt, and she did. Tay Tay said McKenzie fought a dumb fight. Why would you trade with Jessica? Yeah, like her thing should have been fighting off of her jab. You know, she had longer reach and taking the fight to the ground, but she wanted to bang, and every time they exchanged, she couldn't take it. You know, every time she every time she stepped in, she couldn't take the punch. See, Andrade could take her punch, but she couldn't take Andrade's. Like, look at what this left hook is doing to Dern's head right here. Dern's head don't even look like it's connected anymore. Like her head, it looks like it's really about to fly off the fly out the socket. You know, that's how hard like Andrade hits, especially when you coming forward. You know, when you stepping in like this, you doing half the job for her. So when you stepping in, 
you know, your head's your head is destined to fly when you fight Andrade. So had to put this one on there. I mean, every time she stepped in there in that second round, boom, knockdown. Trade, boom, knockdown. Trade, boom, knockdown. Referee stops. I mean, she kept on rolling around, thinking Andrade was gonna uh, get on the ground with her, but nah, she did. She said, "Stand up, girl. We about to trade." <laughs> you know. So yeah, that, that that was a good knockout. Here's another. Uh, y'all, y'all mentioned this one earlier, but yeah, I put this in here. This was a big finish, brutal finish. Marina Rodriguez and Michelle Waterson. Really an unnecessary fight. Oh, before I talk about this one, um, uh, no, 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 no. Here we talk about it. We talk about it. Yeah, this one here, man. This was an unnecessary rematch, but it was a good watch. It was a good finish. Um, Marina Rodriguez went in there and did what she did in the first round. Uh, Michelle tried to stay in the fight, trying to go for a takedown, but then Marina turned it up in that second, landed some. Vicious knees to this girl's forehead and face and just put some beat, just put all types of combinations on her, man. Like Marina was on a mission. She didn't want to draw this one out for five rounds or three rounds this time. You know, she did what she was supposed to do. You know, you knew you knew her from the first fight. Finish her off. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle took a lot of punishment in this one, Tay Tay. Very nasty. Stomach turning almost. You could put this one in the muggins of the year as well. Or massacre. This was a massacre of the year. You know, because it's one of them unnecessary ones. And, and then you see why we say it was an unnecessary rematch. You know what I mean? Like, you see. Let's look at this beating this girl put on. Brutal. Brutal, man. Very brutal. Uh, Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, and this too. We go one FC, man. I gotta 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 give Stamp some credit. Stamp Fairtex, she had a good year. Very good year. Um, she actually got two finishes this year, but I had to put this one up here because I love body shots. Well, her other finish was a body shot, you know, but this one was a special body shot. I mean, the way she landed this kick and the reaction from Elise Anderson. Yeah, I had to put this one on here for me. Liver kick, man. Kick that girl in the liver in the second round. Shoot, man. This, yeah. Vicious, man. Yeah, I think Stan fought like three times this year. Did like three fights this year. You know, she did some kickboxing and some MMA. But I like this one, man. I, you know, I was just liking how she was throwing those body kicks and she just kept targeting Elise Anderson's body to finally she landed this vicious one in the second round. And this girl couldn't do nothing but keel over, man. Very, very vicious. Yeah. Easy said Stan Fairtex would destroy Valentina in a striking match. Pure striking, man. Yeah, pure striking. Pure striking. You know, I might have to say Stamp is very violent, man. Like, that girl hits hard. Stamp truly hits hard. Yeah, yeah. She's truly very yeah she's she's a vicious man like like pure striking you know valentina might land some counters but i think stamp really hits the hurt and stamp could do some serious damage against valentina if they did like muay thai or just like just pure striking battle stamp is a monster there but yeah i had to put this on here 
good second round body body shot finish and um of course this goes up here gotta put this up here andrade stays on this list this year this girl been active whether she knocking you out or getting knocked out gotta give yan jean on some credit here man who didn't pick yan jean on to win this fight i picked y'all to win this one i said you know y'all's gonna win this fight i was like i think y'all's got the skills to do it the blueprints there Yan's getting better. Yan's listening. So I said, let me go with Yan. And Yan did it, man. Yan knocked Jessica Andrade out. First round knockout. Good finish with this right hand. I mean, she kept running into this thing. And yeah, Tay Tay, this is a good example of like how certain styles play into Andrade and showcases her power. But when you're dealing with a skillful fighter, Somebody that got footwork, counterpunching abilities. Uh, it's a different story. It's a different story. And um, Jan said, nope, you going to sleep. And Andrade was fighting messy in this fight. Like every time Jan would tag her, she kept running, running straight at her. And I'm like, what are you doing? Trying to get knocked out? I guess so, <laughs> right? So you definitely got to put this one on there. Andrade coming with five fights this year. That's gangster. Yeah, yeah, she did it. Five fights. One, two, lost three. And none of them were bad fights. All of them were high-level fighters. So that stands for something. You know, uh, Lauren Murphy, former title contender. She was experienced. Tatiana, Aaron, Jan, McKenzie. They were all considered to be high-level somewhat or some in favor to beat her uh so some of them but yeah all five good fights good fighters good fighters yeah 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 she does the same thing over and over jessica i'd be saying that in my videos yeah um i need to hear you do a video on that tay tay like what i'm gonna ask you this tay tay i need to hear this in a video from you what do you think she needs to do to improve at this stage of her career that's the question I got for Tay Tay for her next video. Like, what do you think she needs to do for her, 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 her future, as far as her skills? Like, what do you think she need to do? Like, you know, somebody of her size and her frame, whether she fighting in one fifteen or one twenty five, what does her approach need to be at this point? They gave Dern 4.5 striking in UFC 5 out of a 10. I I probably would have given her a th is three too low out of a 10. 4.5. That's it, it's below average though. It is below average. Oh, Zach said no out of five. Oh, heck no. I give her I give her a 1.7 before I give her a 4.5. No, I give her a 2. Point, I give her a 2.0. Maybe a 2.1 out of a 5. I ain't giving her no 4.5 no 5. If hers is a 4.5 out of a 5, then somebody like Valentina's or even Manoa needs to be like a 10. No way. And this last fight should have improved it. It should have it should have uh, proved that. Like, did they not watch the her? The, did they not watch her fights? I don't know. 
Easy said Andrade's too set in her ways to change her style. She would have made adjustments if she wanted to. Yeah, that's true. That is true at this point. Does anybody play UFC five? Uh I haven't I haven't uh I haven't played it. Everyone said 2.5 tops. Exactly. Yeah, she could put a combination together, but you know, her her range and her footwork is what really takes away. That's why she misses so much. And that's why in her balance, she'd be falling over too much. Yeah, but she could put a combination together. Like if she got you in a corner, she could put a combination together. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this was one of my favorite knockouts, but uh I gotta put this one up here. This is the big one, man. Well, not as far as like levels, but it was a killer knockout, man. This was kind of like a career-changing knockout. To me, this was kind of like a career-changing knockout because the damage that was landed after, man. Denise Gomes getting knocked out by Yasmin Harigi in the first round, man. This thing was over before you knew it. It was over before you knew it, man. Like, and, and I said in this fight, too, like, going into this fight, like, I want to see Yasmin fight off of a jab. I say that about a lot of fighters because, you know what, you should fight off of a jab. That um, that lack of a jab really cost her in this. Always trying to lead and go for that crowd-pleasing style, you know, it's not good. It's going to take years off your career, you know, get you cut, get you hurt. All of that, you know, so I was thinking we were going to see a banger, but I figured that she was going to try to, her best to adjust and fight a little bit smarter. But she ran right in. Denise Gomes didn't even have to try. She planted this right hand right here, hurt her, put her back down. And she, the ref kind of, kind of, he kind of let it keep going. You know, she, she ate a lot of punches too. And that's, that's where I think the scary part was. You know, that was a scary part. When she was down like that, I was like, uh-oh, you know, this girl's about to get hurt. And referee stops it. She looks hurt, man. So had to put this one on it. This was a nasty one. This was a nasty one. Lack of defense, man. Lack of defense is her problem in this fight. Because even Joanna, like, Joanna Yo takes punches. But even she'll, like, pick her wars. Like, you see Joanna didn't fight no war with Andrade like that, right? She fought when she had to, but did you ever see Andrade go? Did you, did you ever see Jessica Andrade land clean, clean on Joanna in that fight? Now she landed some, but she never like landed clean because Joanna didn't jump right in. Like Joanna was fighting off of a calf kick and a long jab in that fight. But this level here just shows you like there's no defense there. You know, there was no defense in this fight. So to me, I'm like, mm, you know, if that's not corrected now, then she's going to have problems. Like she has good takedown defense, you know, and, you know, she has good speed and she's young and strong. But like when it comes down to her, her, her um, defense, yeah, that'll cost you. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah. Defense, man. Defense is going to be a problem. Defense is a lack of is, is lacking there. But it, it was a beautiful knockout. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find it right now. Just I want to watch it real quick. Oh, happy new year, BJ. BJ, what's going on here? BJ, what is up? We're spending this New Year's indoors. <laughs> Ain't nothing out there I want to see tonight. 
Um, Tay Tay said, I'm going to make a video about it soon. Plus, head movement should be a part of her game plan. She don't move her head. Plus, she don't know how to cut off the cage. No, she don't. No, she don't. Yeah, Happy New Year, man. Put that right there. Happy New Year from No Filter and May. Make sure y'all subscribe to both Tay Tay and BJ. Definitely, you know, get some good, good information and you always know, hold good conversation when it comes to MMA as well. But um, let me see here. Anybody put sneak that one on YouTube? I don't want to watch it. It's too brutal. And I don't feel like looking for it. <laughs> no, uh, I know it's on ESPN Plus, but I ain't even gonna pull it up right now. It takes too long. But yeah, Denise Gomes versus Yasmin Hari. That was probably like the eye-opening knockout. Oh no, hold on. There is a uh this one. This one sounds like a kiss of death. I know y'all heard. Who who missed this one? Got to put this on there. Amber Lee Brock versus uh what was her name? Jendrova, Martina Jendrova. Oh my goodness, man. Martina Jendrova, man. Oh. You know what? I called this one too. As the fight was going on, as I was watching it. Just like if I was in her corner, I was watching it. And every little thing Jendrova was doing, I was like, I don't like her being out here on the outside like this. I said, the more she stays out here, the more she's open for a head kick. And as soon as I said it, she got kissed on the face right there. So, yeah, this, I think, it, well, if you want to separate it by, like, strikes, okay. Denise Gomes. Best punch knockout, but best head kick knockout is uh Librock. Yeah, is it Librock? Emery Librock? I'm gonna give it to her when it comes to head kick this year because this one, oh man, this was vicious. And like as she went down, you could just see Jendrova's eyes like gone, man. Vicious knockout, vicious one. You can actually, yeah, find this one on there. PFL's posting it everywhere, so. Hold on. Yeah, BJ said Lyra is tough. Started off good this year, had a couple of losses, but yeah, she's a she's a tough one, man. She's fought Megan Anderson, all of them girls, you know. So she's a tough one. Yeah, here it is. Hold on. Just a second. Let me turn this commercial down. Hold on, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Listen to that. Goodness. I know y'all had to hear that, man. That was a crazy knockout, man. The way that thing landed, man. The sound it made, it was right on the money, man. So, yeah, that was a, definitely, you know, you don't get those too much in WMMA, but when you do, you got to cherish them, man. <laughs> you got to. Those are good ones. Uh, so, yeah, those are some good finishes. Um, what were some good fights this year, though? Let me see. What did y'all think were some good fights? Uh, I got my list here. What do y'all think? What fights did y'all enjoy? I, I enjoyed this fight, Bellator. 
Denise Gomes, and, not Denise Gomes, but Denise Kilholtz and uh, Samiko Inaba. I enjoyed this fight. This was a this was a pretty good stand-up fight, you know. Uh, Kilholtz, she's always putting on action. She likes to fight. Um, Inaba, still young. Well, I won't say like young, young, you know, as far as age, she's in her 30s, but as far as like what she's bringing to the table, I think that, you know, still a little new to this level of skill but there was some good action in this fight they were, they were throwing down in this fight they were going back and forth it was i can watch this fight again definitely if i can watch again good one very good don't know like i said if if denise kills makes right moves and changes i think she could get um she could get to that title shot again um inaba you know maybe work on her um defense as well a little bit more yeah, Marcus said he enjoyed that fight as well. Okay, easy second uh, kills disappoints me. She should be better than what she is. Her kickbox very elite. I agree. Yeah, like I enjoy as an action fighter, but um, she should be better than she is. Like her her takedown defense should be much better. Sometimes she gets drawn into grappling, and that's what kind of cost her some um, W's. You know, cost her some W's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Efren said that that whooping that Gomes put on Bruno Brazil. That was another one. That was another one. I know BJ was trying to pick Samiko Inaba to beat Denise Kilholz. He, you know, he was hating on my girl Denise, but Denise got that victory. <laughs> yeah, man. She got that victory. All right, BJ. That's it. Um, what's another good fight I watched this year? Let me go through this little list here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a good fight. These were good fights right here. Bruno Brazil and, um, no, not Bruno Brazil, free. Bruna Ellen. Bruna Ellen and Laura Iwani. I'm going to put this right here because BJ trolling. He said, I really thought Samika won. Okay. Yeah, Bruna Ellen and Laura Iwani. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. They were in there scrapping. I mean, every steal you look at of them, their faces were just like distorted because they were all connecting with these crazy punches. They were throwing heavy. They were throwing heavy in this fight. They, they, there was a lot of action in this one to me. I, I um, who did I pick? Did I picked Bruno Allen. Yeah, I thought it was a good competitive fight though, but still, really good, good action packed fight. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that one contender series fight. Oh yeah, yeah, the two girls that got signed, the two flyweights. That was a good fight too. Look at that. I can't remember their names either, Marcus. But yeah, that was a good fight. And this fight here, I know some people probably forgot about. This was good. It was an Invicta fight. It was early in the year. Amanda Maciosi and Sayeri Cannon on the right. That was a good fight. Amanda Mosilski lost that fight, but um, it was an action-packed fight. This one on the right here, it was an Evicta 52 fight, and it was a good one. Mosilski and Cannon, they were throwing down. It was, I mean, they was in a war, and Mosilski looked like she'd been in a dog fight, but that was a good one. That was a good one. Everyone says Sandra Sukar versus uh, Victoria Sukzuska. And um, KSW. Oh, okay. I missed that. I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and check that fight. I heard good things about that. 
Yeah, Lipsky, Lipsky Aldridge. Lipsky Aldridge is a good fight. I actually forgot to put it on the list, but yeah, Lipsky Aldridge is a good fight this year. Um, I like uh, Mackenzie Stiller. She fought um she fought again this year against uh that girl Chiara Pinko. That was a good fight. Uh who else? Oh yeah, yeah, in this fight. What did y'all think of this? This was a good fight. He got everything in. He had punches. He had hair pulling. <laughs> Thanks to Jasmine, Jazzy Vicious. Yeah, Jasmine versus uh, Tracy Cortez. This was a good fight. You know, um, Tracy Cortez improved in her striking. Um, I thought she might have had trouble with the pressure, but, yeah, she was strong enough to go in there and put hands on um, Jasmine. Yeah, it was a good fight. That was a good action pack fight. And yeah, Cortez definitely improved in her striking. When you're dealing with that type of girl like Jasmine, boy, they, they get vicious, man. She was in there trying to pull hair. I think this is the picture, too. See how she has the back of Tracy Cortez's neck? She about to pull one of them braids. See how she has that hair? She about to pull one of them braids right there. She was hair pulling, boy. So yeah, it was, it was good, man. It was a good fight. But yeah, I like the Lipsky and um, Aldridge fight too. When, when we talking action, though, I watched this one the other night again, man. This was a good fight. Uh, Melissa Dixon and um, Russian Ronda. This was a good fight. Brian said, what's the topic? I had to step away. Are we talking about good fights of 2023? Just action good action pack fights in 2023 really good fights that you enjoy i enjoyed this one when you put these two together shoot man i mean melissa dixon you know um kind of reminds me of jojo a little bit i don't know why but she got a better ground game i'd say you know, definitely did better on the ground you know because she was put in some judo situations but she was able to maneuver and uh, take over and just transition the top position multiple times. Got the back of our, uh, Irene Axleva. But I, Irene Axleva put her down in the first round. Dropped her hard, man. Dropped her hard, but she took it well and was putting hands. I mean, this girl, Melissa Dixon, she was putting a good jab in the face of Irene. I mean, it might be the hairstyle of Irene where she had that lamos hair where it just be popping and reacting to every punch, but that's how hard she was getting hit. Like her head, she was getting her head snapped back. You know, Melissa Dixon busted up and bloodied in this fight, but yeah, she 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 came back from that knockdown and you know put on a good fight. It was a good war between these two. Um, yeah, this Russian Ronda girl, she's fun to watch though. You know, um, a little limited when it comes to her striking, her defense as well, but. She'll throw, and, you know, when she connects, she can put you down. So uh, I'd like to see the one of them in there with Jocelyn Nunes next, though. That would be that'd be good. Yeah. Um, Brian said Macy Barber and Andrea Lee was a good fight. Yeah, that was a good fight. You know, it was, re it, it was a good. It was a good fight. And, of course, you know, we got we to gotta give this one a lot of credit. Aldana. Rosa, they capped the year off nicely. You know they they put in they put it put in some work, man. I don't think Irene Irene 
did herself justice as far as like showing that she's ready for a title shot again or to be a contender but you know she won a lot of fans over with this style you know i know that style don't really give you longevity in the game but she kind of needed to rebound hopefully in her next performances she doesn't go all out like this and take a beating because i mean irenia's thigh looked like it, it looked like a looked like a roll of salami man like it looked like you know like one of those rolls of pepperoni you know after taking like 60 to 70 leg kicks and inside thigh kicks like that thing really looked like a roll of pastrami or something man like her leg was bruised up on the inside so hopefully she don't make a habit of fighting like that though now, every now and then you got to do a war but you know not, i mean not if you're trying to climb for the belt so hopefully she doesn't keep doing that but yeah we fresh off this fight man this was good 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 action all right and you know what i do come back of the year i did a comeback of the year and um i gotta say shout out to veronica hardy you know i think we all kind of counted her out i did as well but she had a decent year you know she came back uh, built up her confidence with two good wins you know, she's been out the game for like three years been gone since 2020 came back in 2023 you know beat the contender series winner showed out you know how limited she was compared to her and she put on a good striking clinic and then you know she beats uh jamie linhorn too you know somebody that moved down a fighter another up-and-comer so you know veronica hardy's putting together some decent wins and you know she showed that a like she's she's still in the game you know we can't count her out completely like she's what 28 years old and i know in like one interview you know she was saying that you know her um her husband was saying that she's ready for the title but i like her i like her way of thinking like she still doesn't feel like she's there yet and i think taking it step by step the way she speaks on it lets us know that she knows the hard work and understands that there there's hard work that has to be put in. So if somebody thinks like that, one day she could probably get there. You know, one day Veronica Hardy could probably get there because she understands that that mountain is still far off. You know what I mean? Like the top of the mountain is still far off. She understands that. So if she keeps on working like she's doing, she could get there. But if not, I still think, you know, she's a pretty decent fighter. Uh, Renneri said her husband is training with her well. I love their show together. Okay. Um, Lolita said, what about Corey McKenna? Yeah, Corey McKenna been in an action for a little bit. Uh, I don't know what's going on with her. I think she got married and stuff, but we'll see what's up with her, man. Yeah. And um, who else did it? Yeah, yeah. So come back. Yeah, I definitely give her the comeback of the year because, yeah, she did well. Uh, dog of the year, I'm gonna give that to Amanda Ebos, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that to Amanda Ebos because she fought three good fights this year, too. She fought three good fights, she showed how um tough she is and resilience. 
you know, for somebody that, you know, I feel is chinny, she stays in it. And she's kind of been pushing that out the door now, showing that she's uh she's gonna be she's gonna be a problem. Hopefully if she you know works on her defense as well. Yeah, I give Amanda Ebos dog of the year because she, she kicked it off right. You know, she beat Viviana Arujo pretty convincingly, right? Then she fights Macy Barber. She's in the fight, gets finished, doesn't really want to finish because you know she's still in it. The referee stops her. And then she has a good fight with Luana Pinheiro, finishes the year off with a knockout over um, Luana Pinheiro, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, as I say, your man, D-Boss proved to be a dog this year, man, for sure. Oh, yeah, Lolita said another fight. Okay, yeah, Dumont versus Chandler. Wow, forgot about that, too. Yeah, um, there's so many fights happening this year. Yeah, yeah, that had a good buildup. I mean, Norman Dumont, Chandler, they were going at it. And, you know, it's put the highlight reel on there. She made Chandler run in the fight, you know. So that's been kind of the the highlight of that fight. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good performance by Dumont now. You know, she put on a good performance there. Lolita said Corey versus uh, Mora. Um more yeah more is a good fighter yeah more is a good fighter uh Corey mckenna she's been out for a while i think it's a dangerous fight for easy Eileen Perez says she wants dumont i got dumont all the way i got dumont all the way why don't eileen perez take that short notice norma dumont just lost her opponent yana kanaskaya yana santos put in eileen perez then uh melissa dixon Oh, Melissa Dixon. Yeah, Melissa Dixon. That's a good fight. Yeah, Melissa Dixon's good. Yeah, yeah. BJ said Ebot's dog of the year. Yeah, man. She's dog of the year, man. <laughs> she's dog of the year, man. Got to be, man. Because, yeah, she fought three good fights this year. You know, he didn't, didn't, of course, yeah, the Macy Barber, she didn't win that one, but she was in the fight. You know, so yeah, man, got to, got to, got to give her a dog of the year, man. All right. Um, who I got as far as like look out for the year. All right, these are fighters I think we just need to look out for the year on different levels, like on all levels. You know, I think you know we're gonna get some good fights from these fighters, and I think some of these fighters are gonna be fighting for the belt. Maybe one of them might even win the belt. We'll see. Fighters we got to look out for. You know, Fatima Klein, she just won a belt. Cage Fury. Flyweight. I think she's going to move back down to straw weight. But, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, she's one to look out for whether she gets signed to the UFC this year or not. But, yeah, she's definitely one that I think is um, on the come up. And we got to look out for her. Just just keep an eye on her. You know, she's, she's one of them fighters. Um, Aaron and Manone got to look out for them this year because however their fight turns out, I believe they're going to be fighting for the belt. Uh, and, and, you know, I think they're going to be around in the top five, top 10 for a while, you know, Chanel Dyer with the PFL. She's a young talent too. You know, she's been looking good. I like the action she's bringing to the table. You know, she's still growing, but I think look out for it this year. You know, she's going to, Add a few more W's to her resume. 
And um, who knows where she'll fight next? You know, she's far. Um, she's kind of moved around, but yeah, she's one to look. She's one to look for. Dakota Dechiva, you know, just won her PFL flyweight belt. I know that's not like this major award because the level of fighter she's been fighting, but <clears throat> I think she'll be fighting either some of the Bellator fighters. Zama said, where is Dakota? Um, she's right there with the peace sign in the belt. <laughs> or do you mean where she's at? She's in PFL, right? He said, where's Dakota? Like, she's right there looking at you with the peace sign in the belt. <laughs> yeah, so I think Dakota DeChiva is definitely one that it could be an up or down year, but this is the year we got to look out to see where she gets tested, you know, like tested on the ground, tested on the feet, you know, like what's it going to be? Like, where's her problems going to be at? Or if not, let's say if they sign Jennifer Maya Tyler Santos, like, will she be able to handle those fighters? You know, got to see. So, yeah, all levels. Look out for Aaron. Look out for Manon. Look out for Tima, Chanel Dyer, Dakota DeChiva. And I don't mean just like in the long run. I'm just saying this year. Like, watch them this year because they've been making a lot of noise this year. Especially Aaron. I ain't going to lie. Aaron made a lot of noise this year. You know, Manon wasn't as active. She had one fight against Rose. You know, her injury kept her out. But, when you mean like the higher level, Aaron Aaron Blanche feels like one to really look out for because I mean she did um, she 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 got some good wins this year you know Andrade and Tyler Santos those are really good wins for her. you know those are really good wins this year but overall yeah good good those those are some good fighters right there you know especially uh, on the come up you know I, I like what. Um, Chanel Dyer brings too. You know, she's kind of bringing some action. All right. Um, let's see. And when it comes down to it, I think, you know, we all have to just say when you talk a high level fighter of the year, um, I would, you know, I always got to give stamp credit. But when you say fighter of the year, got to be Alexa Grasso, right? I mean, she fought the best fighter and finish the best fighter this year right so i can really top that right if irene aldana if irene aldana would have finished amanda nunez then it would be between them two right when you go in there and do something that big this year it's got to be either one of them man uh grasso uh i put stamp up here again because you know i'm a stamp fan and stamp you know she's a three discipline champ now you know what is that kickboxing muay thai and mma you know that's a lot of good work that's a lot of good work from her you know a lot of years of work put in to be able to do that so capturing her third belt this year you know that was that was good work so you know i, I think stamp is a yeah yeah three sport champion though yes six that's why i say i gotta put her up here again you know i think i did last year but i gotta mention her too side by side with grasso because the UFC is MMA, but 1FC is grappling, it's kickboxing, it's Muay Thai, it's MMA, it's mixed rules. You know, she shows that she can adjust to everything. You know, she's shown that she can adjust to everything and be disciplined in different sports. So, you know, just fighter of the year, you know, I, I would put her up there. Easy said, yeah, Grasso was my fighter of the year. Dakota Chiba is my prospect of the year. Okay. 
yeah, Grasso, though, yeah, what she did, yeah, fighter of the year. Just when it comes down to just pure MMA, I mean, especially when everybody we counted her out, I counted her out against, um, I counted her out against Valentina. You know, I thought Valentina was going to win, but like everybody, a lot of people did, you know, so yeah, Grasso's fighter of the year. Um, six is Stamp and Whaley, my top WMMA fighters right now. Yeah, well, yeah, Stamp's always my. I've always enjoyed her as just a fighter. Period. Okay, three fights I want to see this year. Three fights I want to see in twenty twenty four. And feel free to share yours in the comment section. But I'm gonna give you my three right now. These are three fights that I need to see this year in twenty twenty four. Regardless of it being a title fight, title eliminator, I don't care. I don't care. I want to see these three fights this year, all right? I got three fights that I want to see in 2024, and they can happen. You know, whether they whether they were to lose, you know, their upcoming fight, it could still happen this year because I'm talking like some point in 2024. All right, where do I start? Where do I start? My first fight, I could do more, but I'm going to do three. I'm going to do three. I'll start with the lower weight. Let's get it out of the way. I know a lot of people think I don't want to see this fight, but I want to see this fight. Jean Whaley versus Tatiana Suarez. Long time coming. I want to see this happen this year. I want to see this happen in 2024. I just want to see... Yan Zhanan get her shot. If Yan Zhanan doesn't, you know, then it should be Suarez, but it looks like Yan will get her shot. If Yan Zhanan beats Whaley, I know it doesn't sound as interesting, but I want to see this fight. I really do want to see this fight. You know, I'm just going by how who got there first, but I'm not saying that this is a bad fight because I think y'all should. They're all good fights, but this is one that is a long time coming. I just want it to be squared out fair. You know, I want it to be fair and square how she gets to it. That's all. But yeah, this is a good fight. I want to see this happen at some point. I want to see how far away Lee's wrestling is really gone. When you take on somebody this dominant, this physically strong, like Suarez, best wrestler in strawweight division or WMMA, I think. So Put her in there. Let's see how far Suarez has evolved. Like, can Suarez throw a couple strikes to set up takedowns if he needs to? Can she hurt Whaley on the feet? Can Whaley hurt her on the feet? You know, can Whaley with out outlast her? Can she outlast her with the gas department? I don't know. Just a lot of good things going about this fight, you know. So, yeah, this is a good one. I love to see this fight. Yeah, for sure. Um, and second fight I like to see, I don't care. Look, if Manon beats Aaron, I want to see this fight. I don't care, win or lose. Like, if she, if she loses to Manon or however it goes, I don't care. If she gets her title shot, loses, I want to see this fight. If she beats Grasso this year, I want to see her defend her belt against Macy Barber. However, this works out. Win or lose this year, I need to see 
Aaron Blanchfield and Macy Barber go ahead and make this thing happen. Because right now, Aaron is what six and zero in the UFC. Macy's five and on a five and zero win streak, maybe about to be six and zero herself. You know, if she wins against Jakegan. But this fight is a long time coming because I actually think Aaron wants it more. No, not to Macy, because you know, like I said, Macy, she's a threat to me. I, you know, Macy's on my quadruple threat because that's how good she is. But I'm just being honest. I think there's one fighter that wants it more in this situation. I think Aaron actually wants it a little. She would take it first. Let me put it that way. I never really heard Macy say that she wanted to fight um, Aaron or anybody like that. You know, and that's just me. But if you put them in there, Macy will fight. They both have that same kind of attitude. You know, they both have that go get them gritty attitude about them. But, you know, there's been things said on both sides, you know, both of these fighters, and they don't get too out of hand with it because they know talk is cheap. You know, talk is cheap. They'll, they, they'd rather fight. Yeah, yeah, BJ says a banger for sure. And yeah, Macy's coming, you know, so I need to see it this year. Like the questions in this fight can Macy stop Aaron's takedowns? Can she stop her clinch game? Can Aaron take Macy's power? Who, who wins the clinch battles? You know, who's going to win in the clinch here? I think the clinch fighting is going to be something fierce and beautiful to watch. You know, a lot of people think clinch fighting is boring, but it's going to be boring. But the clinch fighting between Aaron and Macy is going to be crazy. I mean, I can see Aaron trying to pin Macy to the cage and Macy trying to drop elbows on her and maybe busting Aaron's nose and Aaron reacting to that, getting her down, you know, putting Macy on her back. How does Macy get up? You know, so when you just put two styles like this together, like, not only have like similar frames, but, you know, they are kind of like the same, you know, weight a little bit and frames, you know, I think that they're, they're just, and they're both like the, you know, really get physical in there. It would be an interesting fight, man. I, I think it's a good matchup. So I, I just think it needs to happen at some point this year, man. Aaron and um, Macy, for sure. And last but not least, I I, I want to go ahead and see this. You know, I want to go ahead and see this fight. Win or lose on both sides again. Like if Grasso's going to beat the bullet again and say if Manon was to lose to Aaron or if Manon won the belt, defend her Built against Valentina Shevchenko. You know, I think that style-wise here, this is kind of what they've both been wanting to um, do at some point. You know, Valentina said she wanted to fight Manon whenever she had the belt. You know, she thought it was going to be Manon, but she was hurt. So they had to fight Grasso. You know, um, Valentina said that she looked good and she was ready to fight. She liked that style. Um, you know, Manon's going on record to say she feels like she's the better striker and she could outstrike Valentina and win that fight. You know, hey, make it happen this year. Again, like I said, whoever they would win or lose to, I think these two would be a good fight. It'd be a good matchup. Uh, it won't be as crazy as like, um, of course, it won't be as like bloody and action packed like Aaron versus uh, Macy, but for me, striking. You know, I love it. You know, I, I love to see this fight. You know, that would be a good striking matchup. You know, I think it would be a good chess match, but there would be some explosive moments in there. And, you know, Valentina, she's always got that ground game and strength to go to. So 
this would be a test for Manone to see how far Manone's gotten in her her grappling and we'll see if her takedown defense is effective against Valentina like will she get lifted off the ground or will she be able to stay on her feet you know will she be able to get off her back if Valentina puts her down you know we'll see you know so that'd be a good fight that's a good fight to me you know, the, the, these are some interesting matchups I like to see happen this year. And with the way they stayed active, the flyweights, I think we'd see some. We, we, we're going to see at least one of these. We're going to see at least Aaron, Aaron and Macy, or we're going to see Valentina and Manon. But I still don't know if we'll see Whaley and Suarez, though, because if Whaley's talking about Grasso, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. So we'll see. But uh, that's all I got, man. That's all. That was a pretty long show. Uh, I mean, we talked about it a lot, and it ain't even two hours though, dang. But yeah, that was that's um that that's been a year though, man. That's been the year twenty twenty three, and I didn't even talk about all the fight. So it hasn't been a bad fight, fight year. It hasn't been a bad fight year for WMA. I thought it was pretty decent, y'all. I mean, every level to me, I think has been interesting. You know, the underground girls, the upcoming girls, the ranked girls, the champions. It's been a good, good uh, card. Yeah, Robot Chicken said, great fight for Macy and Aaron. Yeah, I think that's a good fight. Hard to call. Very hard to call because there's some of those questions, like I said, that can't be answered. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good show. We all on um, good conversation tonight. Um, I just hope that, yeah, 2024 continues the way 2023 did. And I think it will. Because as long as a lot of these fighters ask for fights, we'll, we'll, we'll get a good year. I mean, we're kicking the year off right, right? Well, no, we already lost two fights. But, hey, that's a bantamweight division. So, anyways. But we're kicking the fight year off right. We got, um, got Jasmine versus... Uh, Jasmine versus Cachoeira, <laughs> you know, that's a banger. Uh, we got Natalia Silva and Viviana Arujo. Got Caitlin Chikagan and Barbara, Manone and Aaron. Um, <clears throat> Kareem Silva and Lauren Murphy. So, you know, you're going to get some action this year. Um, Whaley's not lined up for Yawn yet. We got Suarez Lamos. So we get, we get a lot of good fights this year. UFC 300 hasn't really been announced, but need to put you know they need to start putting that card together start getting us hype i know it's like four months away but still right and brian said zombie versus zombie yeah that's a that's gonna be a a banger you know jasmine's kind of like a wall too that girl keeps on coming so yeah um good fights this year but do you think i'm gonna ask you all this before i go do you think the belt stay in the same hands like, who are the champs going to be in 2024? Do you think Grasso finishes the year or or keeps her belt this year? Um, does Whaley keep her belt? I think Whaley has a better chance of keeping her belt than Grasso. I'll put it that way, just because of the competition level. Um, who wins at 135? Um, man, I, I think Rocky still got enough to win. I think Rocky still has enough to win over Myra Buena Silva, but you know, that's just me. I think she has that skill, but I think she does, but will she? That's a different question. 
Whaley's going to claim the flyweight belt for 2024. Hmm. She'll hit double champ status. When she does that, do you think she'll move back down or what? Easy said uh, Aaron will be 125-pound champ in 2024. He said book it. It's very possible, man. It's very possible. Lolita said Aaron and Macy. Yeah, that's a good fight. Aaron and Kareem's a good fight. No bad fights. No bad fights at 125. No bad fights at 125. Brian said no. Um, PJ said nope. Oh, uh, about Whaley. Yeah, Whaley. Whaley's not gonna. I don't think Whaley's gonna do the double champ thing either. Yeah, Suarez like Suarez dethrones Whaley before the third. <laughs> oh boy. Mayweather Pacquiao's on. Oh boy. I don't know if I even want to see that. That's like eight years past for a rematch. Yeah, no bad fights at 125. No, there's no bad fights at 125. Um, there's a lot of reruns at 115, but yeah. Ooh, we got a few, few people making predictions here. Whaley defends both belts in 2025. And Easy E said Casey O'Neill gets cut in 2024. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. Lolita said, what if Aaron catches Natalia's leg? If she catches her leg, she has to be careful that she doesn't get hit with them right hands from Natalia Silk. Because if you grab that leg, she can still hit you with them right hands. But Aaron's going to have to go straight to the ground with her. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out here. How about Natalia Silva versus Kareem Silva in a rubber match down the road? That would determine the number one contender. Rubber match, you think? Hmm. This year coming up, I don't know if I want to see them fight yet. I don't really want to see them two fight yet. Yeah, I'll have to kind of wait to see Natalia and Kareem, you know, line up together. So is uh, back to the drawing board when Whaley destroys her. Dang. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was trying to figure. Yeah, rubber match. You mean um, after they fought two times, uh, Marcus? Like rubber match? They never fought before, right? Yeah, if they match the Silver Girls, I'll stop watching. Yeah, I don't want to see them matched up yet until somebody gets a belt. Easy said he has lip skill with Cortez. Cortez is not active enough for him. Okay, it would be kind of you know like. Depending on how Lipsky loses, it would be kind of like, wow, because, you know, she's been putting in a lot of work too. like not saying Cortez hasn't. But we've been seeing like the process with Lipsky to see Lipsky. You know, to see Lipsky grow over the years, like. I, I was impressed with how she's been able to do that. Which fighters at this time in WMMA should make the best super fight would make the best super fight. Honestly, there's really not. There's really not a super fight for WMA like that. Like, there's really no Rondas and Hollies right now. I mean, like, when I'm thinking like super fight, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, you know, Titan versus Titan. Like, 
I don't really think we have a super fight until somebody owns their division. Catchaware versus Natalia Silva. Yeah, I got Natalia Silva in that. Yeah, next year, another fight. Cyborg Pacheco. That's another fight. Shoot, Cyborg versus Kayla. You know, go ahead and get that out the way. They've been talking a lot of mess, so let's make that happen. But I'm done, y'all. Um, I'm hungry. I made some uh, homemade tacos and stuff, and I'm ready to go ahead and throw down on that. Cook that I ain't even eat nothing yet. I got to do that. Running Rini said, I want Tate versus home in 2024. Yeah, go ahead and put that on UFC 300. Go ahead and make that thing happen. Right? But on that note, y'all, I want everybody to have a happy and safe new year. And I appreciate everybody that's, you know, been sticking it out this year, even when I had to have some downtime. Um, yeah, definitely appreciate, you know, everybody old and new old and new you know appreciate all y'all coming through you always know, you know listening to our conversations and rants even when bj comes on hit you know our back and forth debates over um over the flyweight division or whatever and just to know we got more of that coming this year right <laughs> we still got we still got more of that BJ said this year has been tough. Thanks for everybody's continued support. Yeah, man. Thanks for the support from everybody. I mean, I know it's been rough for you, BJ. It's been a rough one for me, man. Like, you know, we still ain't out, out the out the storm, but that's what it is right now. So, like always, make sure y'all subscribe. You know, subscribe on all platforms where you listen to podcasts and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, this year, man, I'm going to try to make it a little bit more focused well, it always is focused on WMMA over here, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I put it out there more as a WMMA show now, just so everybody starts tuning in more. If you want to know where to hear WMMA, yeah, sure, come over here. You know, we'll talk about it. You know, yeah, 2024 is here in about another two hours, y'all. So I'm going to spend it with my tacos and we get these things in. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, be, be will. And, um, yeah, next year we're going to be doing more, more of the same, maybe a few new things. Um, I'm, I'm going to get on here a little bit more on camera, too, with BJ, man. We're going we gonna to start, we got to start debating a little bit more because we got this flyweight division coming up, too. We're going to be arguing about some fights because that's, that's what we do. All right. On that note, y'all, happy new year. I'm out. FC, what's up, man? You just came in the building. He said, thanks, Combo and Chad, for your work. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And BJ said he'll be on live tomorrow, so tune in there and subscribe. I started to do a link tonight, but I said, ah, man, I'll just I'll do all the talking tonight. <laughs> you know, I was just a little tired, and now I'm hungry. We'll save that for next year, y'all. On that note, Combo Breaker 99, I'm out. Subscribe. Happy New Year.